We are New York. Bernie and Sid in the morning. Talk Radio 77. Let's do this. Was the best, still is the best, will always be the best. BillOroddy.com is the place to be. Great interviews, great TV, great stories. He's an amazing author. Nothing this man can't do. And I got to tell you, this new column with Bill, who's usually on at 840 on Thursdays, but he's on 805 this morning. And, of course, we play his piece at 715 every morning here, which is also brilliant. His uh, new column is, you have the right to remain stupid. I want to read the last paragraph because I love it. It says, people who see themselves as victims and who lament the loss of individual pursuits will stay in place. And in America, we have that right to remain selfish or even more harshly, to remain stupid. <laughs> so good. Here he is, uh, the best ever, Bill O'Reilly. Bill, good morning, pal. How are you? Hey, guys. You know, uh, you made a nice point, Sid, that I think uh, I've been listening to WABC a lot, um, and it's really doing a service, the radio station is doing a service to uh, the New York area because this obviously is one of the big crises of our lifetimes. And um, so it's nice to have, you know, a, a – Vehicle, and I wish we had it on television, but we don't. Hmm. Um, that you can get information quickly, good, solid information, uh, and then you uh, can make a decision about what you do, what you do for your family. So you, you had a guy, Steve, call up, and he's and he's ranting and raving about Trump did this, Trump did that. Okay, now you can't, as you said, Sid, you can't say, "All right, Steve." Um, and try to convince him of anything else. You're not going to convince Steve. No. All right, Steve is going to blame this on Trump for whatever reason. And it really doesn't matter, does it? Nope. Uh, well, um, yeah, if we it know, makes it's Steve hate. feel better to blame Trump, then fine. Right. And if Steve doesn't want to vote for Trump, he should go absolutely be first in line in November to cast a lever for whoever is going to run on the Democratic side. But when you are in the middle of history, as we all are, and it's affecting all of our lives and our family, and we're apprehensive because we want to protect ourselves and our family and our friends. When you're in the middle of history, it is best to remain unemotional, yep. all right, so that then you can be nimble and make quick decisions, and you can do what's right for yourself, feed yourself, protect yourself, not get involved in propaganda, in hatred, in counterproductive measures. And I think the WABC is trying to do that, um, whereupon, again, I'll tell you, it's not being done on television. Um, it's try- in television, is doing the exact opposite, trying to whip people up, try to make it uh, as it is a divided country, keep it that way. New York Times, Boston Globe, I can give you examples if you want them. All right, they're doing this. Trump is the devil. It's Trump's fault. The Trump virus, one writer at the, uh, New, York at the New York Times yep. labeled it the Trump virus. If you're sick, you know who to blame. This stuff is so counterproductive, not not in a political way, but in a human being way, all right? Again, you think Trump's responsible? Okay, fine. You're, you have a right to that opinion. You have the right to remain stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right? And I'm not boostering, I'm not, I'm bolstering Donald Trump here. Let me give you one quick example, and then you guys can open up with your questions. So the Boston Globe editorializes this week that Donald Trump, President of the United States, has, quote, blood on his hands. Because he didn't react quickly enough when he first learned of the pandemic in China. All right, so it's Trump did this. Trump did this to you, the American citizen. Didn't react. He played it down. He did X, Y, and Z. Did one other world leader sound the alarm 
Can you name one person leading a country on this planet that sounded the alarm? No. Can you guys? Certainly not. Can any listener of WABC? No. I want one. Boris Johnson, Anya Merkel, the guy in Australia, Abe in Japan, anyone. Xi in China? Well, he was he was actively uh, right. keeping it from everybody. Exactly. All right? the antithesis, well, he's, a, yes. he's a villain of unbelievable proportions. But no one did. The first journalist to flag it was me on January 22nd on BillOReilly.com. I did a segment saying it's going to be rough. I don't believe these Chinese. I've been there to China. I've seen this wet market. I know what happens. It's going to be rough. But I didn't pound the table because I was covering impeachment, as everybody was. But I did warn, and we have it on tape. Now, about a week later, the U.S. authorities then finally figured out this is not going to stay in China, and Trump, as you pointed out, Bernie, stopped the flights. Did any other world leader stop the flights before that from China? No, not at all. By the way, and it took Europe, I mean, months, Uh, months, like a week ago. So we have no world leaders flagging it, no world leaders stopping the flights, yet Steve in Rockland County is jumping up and down screaming it's Trump's fault, and the Boston Globe is saying he has blood on his hands. Now, I'm a simple man. You guys know that. You can call me Simon. Simple Simon met a pyman. I'm simple. (laughs) All right? That's the fact. Those are facts. So stop with the blood on the hands. Stop with this BS that, again, is anti-human. That's what it is. It's creating panic and hatred. And there you go. Yeah, That's my no, you're opening, abs- absolutely right. Absolutely. It's, it's really dispiriting to see it happen because in past crises, we did come together, but not this time, not at all, not even close. Bill O'Reilly, excuse me, of course, BillOReilly.com. And you you watch them 7 o'clock every night. It's great. Fantastic. BillOReilly.com. But you did have a a conversation with Sean Hannity on one of your shows about the coronavirus impeachment link. Now, he implemented that travel ban. He appointed the task force. He quarantined people while he was on trial in the Senate. And I'm sure, uh, Bill, that you have some thoughts on that. Well, there's a parallel. Again, I'm a fact-based guy. You, you parallel the Wuhan situation in China that, again, nobody knew about because the Chinese don't have a free press and they were suppressing the information. You parallel it with uh, impeachment, and it, it, it's almost a straight line. And, again, everyone in America and around the world, too, was saying, uh-oh, you know, this is a big, serious thing. We have to pay attention to this, and very few people were uh, paying attention to Wuhan. Now, has the Trump administration handled this perfectly? No, it hasn't. All right, it was late on saying, "All right, if we have Wuhan here, uh, we're going to need X, Y, and Z uh, medical supplies. We're going to let's ramp it up." They didn't do that because they were hoping that it wasn't going to be this great. And you could, that's a legitimate criticism. But let me just give you two more things. Before the attack on Pearl Harbor. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was warned the Japanese were going to attack on a number of occasions by U.S. intel. All right? He did not do anything, not because he didn't believe that the, the Japanese were bellicose. He did. But it, it wasn't a specific, well, they're going to hit Pearl Harbor in Hawaii at this date or around this time. And then, boom, the Japanese go, and, and the people who hated FDR, oh, they warned them. 9-11. 
Bush, the uh, younger, was warned, so was Bill Clinton, that al-Qaeda was going to attack from their base in Afghanistan. That they, we, Intel gave them all kinds of stuff on al-Qaeda. Yet on 9-11, everybody in the country was caught unaware. Governments are giant bureaucracies. They are lumbering things. They are not individuals. They don't turn on a dime. You don't order respirators 300,000 and think they're going to roll in from Amazon next week. <laughs> That's not the way it happens. So all of this unrealistic, dishonest reportage, no government is perfect. No government reacts quickly to anything. But once the reaction began, I think the federal government is doing the job they should do. Yeah. It looks to me like they are, as an American, not as a political commentator. All right, And I'm saying to myself, sure, they could be better. I don't like Fauci making the projections. I don't like Fauci saying, well, I might come back in the, in the fall. And be worse. What, <laughs> yeah, what good is that? No good. All right, because by the fall, this is a completely different world. Yeah. We may have a vaccine, we may have medicine, we may have... So why scare people? Why say, oh, there might be a million people with it? Why? <laughs> yeah. All right? Yeah. Just say, we're fighting the GD thing. All right? We're doing the best we can. We're open to suggestions. If you have a good plan, we want to hear it. All right? And then American citizens who are appealing to your patriotism stay inside because you may affect some. That's it. You may infect somebody. That's it. That's it. Right. Now, he's actually getting death threats now, Fauci, because Americans are uh, really getting angry with him. You know, one more for me quickly. Uh, there was a new uh, news report yesterday, Bill, came out over Fox News that Joe Biden, who right now, of course, is the going to be the Democrat nominee unless something strange happens with Governor Cuomo. But uh, Joe Biden is ready, willing, and able to call Donald Trump and help him out. I've not heard Joe Biden say one constructive thing in all these weeks while he's or bashing Donald Trump. Or coherent. Right. Uh, that, in, in a way to fight this thing. So my question is, if Joe Biden wants to call Donald Trump, what the hell would he tell him? <laughs> well, I, I know what he'd tell him because I, I, I got a call from uh, somebody who knows Biden well. And he, uh, Joe Biden wants to talk to the president about the swine flu. He thinks we can beat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of good they that's did great. that. They learned nothing from that, oh, by the way. That's, that's the, the last uh, vi it's viral scare that we should have learned from and improved the, uh, the, the CDC, the testing, all that stuff. Yeah, they haven't told Joe that it's, it's the uh, coronavirus. They're still working on the swine flu. <laughs> They're going to bring him in slowly on that one? Yeah, uh, you know, Bill, uh, last question. Uh, Andrew yeah. Cuomo, uh, I mean, uh, and Joe Biden, to be serious, uh, Biden clearly... Clearly not in his right mind. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, any chance, any chance he becomes a Democrat yes, nominee? Yes, absolutely. Um, I did a major report on BillOReilly.com on Monday that said, and this is absolutely true, that Joe Biden's family and friends, particularly his wife, who's a very intelligent, smart, nice woman. You know, Bill, let me stop you for a second. You, I heard your report every morning at 720 on the Bernie and Sid yeah. show on WABC, and you did say that ye in yesterday's report. I'm sorry, go ahead. They're very worried about him. Really? They're very worried about uh, Joe Biden's mental acuity. His family and friends are worried, and of course, the Poobahs and the Democratic Party are worried, of course. So um, the discussion centers around... Uh, Andrew Cuomo, who's been very articulate in his daily press conferences, carried by the networks, which never carry governors. 
But with Andrew Cuomo, they carry him. And the press, and I'm not criticizing Cuomo because I think he's been good here. The press asks him no tough questions. No. Uh-huh. Zero. No. All right? No. Nothing. Absolutely. Um, so Cuomo gets an hour to say whatever he wants to say. So anyway, the Poobahs are basically saying, look, if Biden worsens, and he gets to uh, three weeks before the convention, two weeks before, he can drop out and give all his delegates to Cuomo. Wow. And therefore, Cuomo would be the nominee. Well, why would he now, do that? But, 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 but why would Biden, he's winning, he, he can win the, the nomination. Why would he do that? His, his wife would convince him to do it and say, yeah. you know, look, you can't go in. Yeah. You just don't have the capacity to do the job. <laughs> look, if Joe Biden's wife tells him to drop out for... Uh, health reasons, Joe Biden's going to drop out for health reasons. Yeah, absolutely. No, Jill's now, in now, I just want to put a percentage on it. That's 20%. Okay. All right, 20, 25% now. Yeah. But the discussions are being held. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, Jill does uh, wear the pants in that family, no question. Jill Biden. Anyway, as always, uh, brilliant, unbelievably great, and you're great every morning at 7.15. And we love having you on Thursday's Bill O'Reilly. Keep talking. You're the best. Okay, guys. Congratulations, WABC, on its coverage. You too. Thank you. God Thank bless you. you. Bill. The great Bill O'Reilly here on Bernie and Sid. We are uh, coming up.